deep within Gotham City, a dark figure lurks in the shadows, seeking his own unique form of justice. And the only way he'll be stopped is by a dark night. Batman will have to confront the demons of his past to defeat his deadliest villain ever. A villain in a mask. Cartoon Theater presents the television premiere of Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Saturday at 8 on Cartoon Network. That's a scene from Batman Mask of the Phantasm, a Batman animated feature that was made in 1993, and Roger and I never reviewed it, and as far as I'm concerned, we made a big mistake, because it's terrific. I enjoyed it more than the current Batman adventure that's in theaters, and I kind of like that picture. This film, however, is really smart and beautifully drawn and intricately plotted. Obviously, Batman lends himself to animation, and just take a look at the Art Deco-influenced drawing style, the classic cartoon drawing style, as we find Batman caught up in a web of love and violence and guilt. Somebody dressed in a bat cape is killing mobsters. It's not Batman, but his name is now being sullied as a killer. I'm telling you, friends, it's vigilantism at its deadliest. How many times are we gonna let Batman cross the line? I'm sorry, Councilman, but you can't blame Batman for what happened to Chucky Shaw. Why not? He's a loose cannon, Commissioner. Batman's toughest challenge is phantasm. Total Armor Batman prepares for high-tech battle, powering up to take down evil in the electronic crime stalker vehicle. He fires. Phantasm finished. Vehicle and figures he throws separately. Chicks dig the car. This is why Superman works alone. Good to see you all among the living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talon Mix. It's a Smallville recap podcast, except it's not. It's not right now, because we are. Zach, give me the song. Give me the song. No, 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 not Smallville. There we go. There we go. We are talking about the Batman franchise of films all the theatrically released films where batman is the headliner i'm brian zach's here and what oh there there's someone else on the call what uh, we haven't done this in a while because we're lazy <laughs> we, hello I didn't, could, I didn't know you could have three people on a call <laughs> uh my good friend jeffrey rob is here jeffrey what's up man hello thank you for having me thank Can't you wait to talk everything phantasm Phantasmic. <laughs> uh, Jeff, I've always thought if you're going to have a phantasm, it should be masked. Then. <laughs> That's true. I think, yeah. Um, you got to. It's uh, as you may have uh, picked up a by the title of the podcast you started playing on your podcast listening device. Uh, we're talking this week about Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, this is the first animated Batman movie, the second Batman movie that is a spinoff directly of a television show. Um, and uh, I talked a lot of shit last week. Last week, I talked shit about this one. Not hard shit but i was a little like i don't know if it's good as everyone says guys it's pretty fucking good it's a pretty fucking good movie yes Uh, 
Uh, Jeffrey. Notably, notably the first Batman movie, probably, where Batman has more screen time than anyone else. Yeah, Batman's like <laughs> the main character of this one. That's new. <laughs> yeah, it was a radical new approach. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey, you are a fan of the superhero genre of film, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could say that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> grew up reading them, grew up watching them. Yes. So where where does I'm Batman in. rank on the um what's the word the the priority list? Yeah, Batman. I do love Batman. I mean, Spider Man was always my number one. Batman was always very you know all the dark colors um, would drive me away sometimes from his books. Um, but that uh, being too said, spooky. too spooky. Yes, too spooky for me. I'm kind of a wimp. Uh, Jeffrey Young Jeffrey um, was too scared even of of Batman. But um, I have grown to appreciate him greatly. Um, I mean, especially like we just get the chance to. He has so many different movies, you know. So like, even if you don't really love him, you're gonna find some flavor of Batman that you like. Probably it's that's what we've been in. I think enjoying most about going through uh the franchise is if you don't like batman right now wait a minute it'll like the next movie might be yeah. completely different i think we mm. said literally on another podcast it's like baskin and robbins <laughs> of superheroes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you'll find a place you like, you're like <laughs> in lego maybe lego <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't mind if i do <laughs> how about uh humorless slog you like <laughs> We've got a couple of different varieties of those. (laughs) Do you like compared with Superman? Oh, no, you don't. Okay. 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 Okay, Literally, no one's touched that flavor. Yeah. Yeah. No one's touched it. Full. It's <laughs> Zack Snyder just keeps masturbating into it. So we're not really, no, no one really touches it. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, Jeffrey, speaking of the, the the many flavors of Batman, do you have a uh, a clear favorite? Is there a movie that stands out? Is there a general vibe you enjoy the most? Um, I definitely, I mean, I think Lego Batman over the years has really grown on me. I think I went into that movie expecting the original Lego movie and came out, I think, originally disappointed. But the more and more I've watched it, it kind of rules. Um, I'm excited to get yeah. to that one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love it. I love its irrelevant. Uh, yeah. Irreverent tone. Um but of course, I also was part of the legions of people who just like adored the Dark Knight when it came out and was, you know, I saw that. Well, we'll talk more about that when we get to the Dark Knight. I saw that every yeah. fucking day that weekend. I went Thursday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's a beautiful. It's time. real good. It's real good. Yeah, it's real good. good. Um, good. <clears throat> but we're not talking about the Dark Knight. We are, of course, talking about Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Guys, this was a huge flop when it came out. Huge flop. I mean, it feels because uh, they were like, hey, can you release this movie next week? <laughs> right. Yeah, they didn't give them a heads up, did they? The, like, um, how much prior knowledge do people have? The yeah, uh, So not. the story goes, yeah. Uh, so um, after Batman, uh, the 1989 movie was a huge, huge hit. Warner Brothers was obviously like, what? What, what can we do with this? Uh, a children's animated series was obviously a very good choice to make. Uh, and that led to Batman, the animated series, which, Zach, we've talked about before, might be the platonic ideal of Batman. Like, if you just need to yeah. isolate the yeah. Batman compound, that's Batman, man. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no. uh, I mean, it premiered the same year as uh, Batman Returns, just a little bit later, right? Correct. Correct. I believe. Because I remember watching it 
uh, the premiere on it was it was primetime TV too. It was a children's cartoon that they were playing in primetime. I right. remember just being a and what was the first one that I remember was the it was Man Bat or something? Yes, the first. Yes, yes. Okay, yep, yeah. I remember watching that on Leather dad. Wings is the name of the episode. Yeah, um, but uh. So the the show's a critical success. It's kind of wild. Um, I remember when I revisited it, revisited the uh, uh, the animated series in like high school, and being a little. Everyone talks about the mature storytelling of it. It's still clearly a show for children, and that in high school I didn't have the full context of like compare this to any other cartoon at the time. <laughs> <laughs> right where the priority of the show was good storytelling as opposed to my beloved teenage mutant ninja turtles which is like how many fucking action figures can we cram into 22 <laughs> fucking minutes like, <laughs> um one thing that was notable- i mean you can you can uh, the, this movies that we'll get into it is a perfect example you compare this feature length animated film to any other feature length children's animated movie and it's like what is this thing we're watching <laughs> yeah hey kids you like batman well it turns out he'll never be happy because he's batman hope you're having fun <laughs> um what was what was your guys' experience with oh uh, sorry so uh, before i get into that um so the show is very successful show is very good um that then leads to after season one, uh, Warner Brothers is like, hey, let's do a direct to video movie, mostly to save us because Batman Returns is getting us into trouble. Let's come up with a Batman movie. Parents can rent that won't have them yell right. at us. Uh, it was supposed to be direct. I, I love that this is the. I know. More friendly <laughs> solution. <laughs> Kids, don't evade taxes. Make sure you don't make any deals with mobsters. Um, it's going to come back to bite you in the butt. <laughs> it's, there There must have been someone at Warner Brothers like, son of a bitch. Can someone just whiz bang pow? <laughs> no. <laughs> just get a Batman movie that's not like, look at this fucking sad freak. <laughs> um so it was meant to be direct to video and uh that it was going to be about a two-year process um and the story goes warner brothers was just so impressed with the script how everything was shaping up they were like let's put this in fucking theaters so instead of two years they're like let's get this in theaters in eight months so uh here's some more money chop chop <laughs> whoa um so it's amazing this movie's kind of as good as it is um, yeah <clears throat> but if you had another year then that's another year of the cartoon to build up even more of a hype and then you can i'm sure the advertising was rushed and all that too no virtually no advertising it was a christmas yeah. release and it was just, I, there is a minute long trailer that I, I i probably put up top at the beginning of this and that's about it. There's no, there was a toy line associated, but no video games, no merchandise like the other movies got. Yeah. Um, so, and this was just a, let's see what happens from Warner Brothers perspective, but they didn't give it at all. Maybe what it deserved, especially years later, Siskel and Ebert, when it would come out on uh, like Laserdisc, uh, Gene Siskel would be like, this is better than the other fucking Batman movies. Why? Yeah. Why didn't want to review it first? Yeah. Right. Um, so what is your guys' experience with this movie? Do you remember it coming out? 
I, I, I don't. Um, I, I remember always reading about it on in like list internet lists of like this is actually really good. Um, you should watch this one. <laughs> um, and I only watched it for the first time last year. Wow. Um, and I was blown away. Like I watched it with my roommate, and we just kind of like we're looking at each other uh, every so often, being like, "This is good. <laughs> what is going on? This is rules, actually. Uh, this is profound. Um, this is making us deeply sad." that's good (laughs) uh zach what are what are your memories of it so i remember seeing a poster for it when i was going to see a different movie in theaters it might have been one of the 20 times i saw jurassic park (laughs) and they had and there was a poster for it i remember being like Oh, I didn't know there was a Batman cartoon movie coming out. The prime demographic didn't know that. I was like, I wish someone would have fucking told me about that. (laughs) And then it came out and I didn't see it because it was probably in theaters for like a day. (laughs) And I was seven (laughs) at the time. Um, And then when it came out on VHS, I rented it or I had my mom rented it or whatever. And I remember being kind of lukewarm on it. Even I was a huge fan of the cartoon the show but i remember being like this is because it's kind of adult yeah like oh yeah it's for 70 romance which is not what i'm into (laughs) (laughs) batman's sad about a girl and that's why he's batman (laughs) surprisingly few action sequences that's true (laughs) it's 75 minutes and this thing takes its time not in a it's not not in a bad way but yeah to a kid i I saw this in theaters. My dad took me to see this in theaters. Oh, wow. So I was the one guy. I was the one guy that saw it. Yeah. My yeah. dad being my dad. Um, <laughs> it's uh, my dad to this day will remember it and be like, nah, it was okay. <laughs> um, which actually from my father is a stunning endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> um, my father likes no movies except for all of the Planet of the Apes movies. <laughs> if you ask my dad's. Well. Five favorite movies. He goes, Planet of the Apes, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I was going to say, where is he on, where does Beneath rank? Because I just saw your review on Letterboxd. Uh, I I don't know. I have, I I will ask him. I will, I will. I don't even think he knows all the titles. I think that's kind of what we're dealing with here. It's like, all the Planet of the Apes, they're all good. Your review was like scathing, and then you put the heart. No, I liked it. it (laughs) we're, We're talking about the originals? Yes, yes, the yeah, original I seventy. Like I, I like, I like the reboot too, but um, sorry, I'm just looking. I was not as mad. I'm now pulling up my letterbox. Uh, Jeffrey, hi. We'll get to Batman eventually. This is yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, heavy, heavy this tangent is more, this show. This is more important. This is very important. Yes. My letterbox review of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. This is what I'm mad about. I had to pay Amazon fucking four twenty nine to rent this. If any dumb fucking movies belong on Tubi or fucking Pluto TV, it is the goddamn Planet of the Apes sequels. I had to pay four twenty nine to see Charlton Heston hate his whole fucking life and career hanging out with mutants and guys in monkey masks. Who do I punish for this? <laughs> well, that's the one where Heston shows up at the beginning and then the end, right? Yeah. Barely. Oh, yeah. They're like yeah, yeah. looking for him and he's half-assing the two seconds they ask him to be in this fucking movie, man. And then I believe he only did it on the condition they blow up the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Beneath the, planet, beneath the Planet of the Apes ends with fucking Planet of the Apes exploding. And they still <laughs> made five more sequels. Yeah. Whoa. That's the actually, that I need re- to watch these. The one that's really actually, I remember being really good. I saw this when I was probably when I saw Batman, the mask of the phantasm, <laughs> but I remember the fourth one where it shows how, how the 
Earth became the Planet yes, of the Apes. Yes, I'm not sure was, which one that is. Probably I remember really liking that one. Um, they're kind of good. <laughs> the first one's obviously a classic. I, there's a lot to enjoy even in the ridiculous sequels. Roddy McDowell and a Monkey uh, Mask. What's not to like? Uh, <laughs> um, and I, I like the reboot trilogy actually really good. One thing I don't like is the Tim Burton one. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my god! We should do the Planet of the Apes movie, Zach, at some point. When we get... <laughs> someday, 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 some fucking day. Um. So, oh, there's so much more to talk about in regards to the making of the movie. But I, I, I mentioned you guys before we got started. The recap here is in depth. So let's just get into it, and then we'll, we'll fill in things as they come up. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Somebody, uh, we've. Uh, I'm reading from uh, D- the DCAU.fandom.com wiki uh, for mm. this one. Gotta say here, someone really flexed their muscles here. They were. They made. They should be proud of this one. This is this. We we read a lot of wikis on this show. Someone put a lot of effort into this one. While Batman is busting an illicit counterfeiting operation, gangster Chucky Saul attempts to make his getaway on wheels from a high-rise parking garage. Uh, this misses we open on, of course, a CG uh, uh, run-through of Gotham City, which I'm sure looked amazing at the time. Looks a little rough now. Mm-hmm. And you get the... You get the choral version of the animated series theme. Music. It's real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the music in this movie is great. Yeah. Great. Um, one thing we, uh, Zach, you and I were texting about, uh, the gosh darn, I do not have the name of the composer on this film. Shirley Walker, right? Shirley Walker. Uh, this is, um, the, like Batman 1966, basically just everyone from the TV series came over to make the movie. Uh, Shirley Walker also did the animated series. She worked with uh, Danny Elfman on the Batman score. Uh, so it was obviously just a natural fit into the animated series. Uh, but we were talking about Hans Zimmer was a session player on this one. Hans Zimmer, of course, would eventually have his own uh, Batman score that is pretty fucking good. <laughs> um in regards to music, we will, of course, be talking about the fucking saxophone in Tia Carrera's I Never Even Told You that when I play, listeners, when I play this for you later, get ready. A Batman song is going to get you pregnant. <laughs> it's a it's a perfect tie-in song. I'm sorry. It's exactly what you, yes. the 90s tie-in song just distilled into this it's perfect that oh the credits come up and that sax hits go stay tuned <laughs> stay tuned the sax c- catches you off guard a little bit because you're like, it really okay, does what is this what is this oh <laughs> <laughs> wait a second real um, yeah, kenny right. g vibes so uh opposed to uh as opposed to the previous two batman movies that we just watched or er, returns than than batman which really take their time dragging it out like when's he coming where's batman coming this movie just boom batman through a skyscraper just like i'm batman and i'm here let's party oh there is a i think this is true of most animated movies at least up until a certain year and that is there is an economy of story that is just lovely and it's just like batman gangsters phantasm in the first like three minutes we're just in yes we're going 
there's a um the style which is of course batman the animated series it's so cool and so good. It, it's reminiscent of like the Max Flesher uh, Superman cartoons, a little Dick Tracy detective noir. Um, Gotham City is a little out of time, a little old fashioned, but uh, you still have people still have like TV and computers and stuff. It's an incredible uh, out of time mix that I really, really love. And it's and it's all here. You're right. Just gangsters and dumb hats. <laughs> and, um. Okay, so Chucky Saul is suddenly confronted by a shadowy figure in a cape. He assumes it to be Batman. However, it is instead a different costume figure with a deep, echoing voice, a ghostly mask, and a vicious blade on the end of one arm. Really setting the scene here, Wiki. Um, the, 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 the voice is creepy, and the music is creepy. It's really good. The voice is veteran actor Stacy Keach. Uh, which is cool. Love Stacy Keach. Yeah, yeah. The intro of this character definitely like, and I guess for the rest of the movie, heavily reminded me of Scooby Doo. Like just yeah. the vibes of like, I've got steam coming from somewhere. <laughs> I have yeah. this freaking mask. <laughs> you got to figure out who I am. Um, but good vibe. That's why it took her so long to come back for revenge. She just had to figure out how to make the steam machine work. Just like. Yes. <laughs> fucking come, come on. <laughs> and I appreciate that they do not explain it. I don't want no, to know. No, no, no. I don't. No, 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 no. The answer, it's better in your imagination. The answer will only exactly. disappoint. Um, um, okay. So, uh, let's see. A frightened Saul tries to run down from the, uh, tries to run down the new threat, but his target disappears in a cloud of smoke. Saul instead smashes through the wall of the parking structure and crashes into an adjoining building, dead on impact. Witnesses I, I no- love when, I love in movies when people forget that they have breaks. <laughs> Guess I gotta go through the wall! <laughs> Um, witnesses note batman's arrival on the scene and most jump to the conclusion that he has finally let one of his normally non-lethal pursuits go too far batman's back to not killing people which wasn't concerned about in the burton movies (laughs) (laughs) i do personally kind of like i think uh the latest film the batman does it kind of the best of Batman doesn't kill people. People don't necessarily know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I like don't that. Broadcast but... it. Don't broadcast right, don't... <laughs> it. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, although even in a world where he's really trying hard not to kill people, it's bound to happen when you're throwing this many people around. Just devastating amounts of head trauma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not dead, but they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be different after they get a fucking boot to the face a couple of times and then are strung upside down waiting for the cops I guess yeah uh, um, Batman is still a mysterious and frightening figure to most of the public Batman worth noting here is of course voiced by Kevin Conroy um, just like most of Batman the Universe, just perfect just the perfect yeah. Batman voice yeah Absolutely. It's going to be interesting. I mean, if he counts for our little award show at the end of this, he, it's going to be hard to beat him yes. for best Batman. But 
is it like live action a different thing is or yeah right and of course of course to be clear animation is is acting or uh, voicing for animation is acting of course yeah. it is but we are missing a certain physical element to it that we have to take right. into account there's a fuller picture being painted by yeah. live action actors however fuck if if we include kevin conroy which i am inclined to at the moment it's gonna be a real tough one to beat. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he's always gonna be in consideration, at yes. least yeah. you know. Yes. Like, yeah. If any actor could like claim like I'm fucking Batman, it's Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. In uh, 2016, Kevin Conroy uh, came out publicly as gay, which uh, it's kind of amazing that he like for all of the stirred up like Batman's gay. Why did they make Batman gay? The best Batman was gay the whole time. Sorry, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just goes to show. I hadn't even I hadn't even heard that. No, really. Yeah, he yeah, um yeah. he didn't come out until 2016. He he tried um really hard to actually keep it hidden. He he worried about what would happen to uh roles, which is sad. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, but he is at 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 the moment the uh, the only openly gay Batman. Uh, so take that fucking nerds. <laughs> uh, he wrote a, in 2016, he wrote a, uh, short, um, I'm not sure where it was published. It was made widely available following his death in 2022 RIP. Uh, but the short is called finding Batman. And it, uh, is largely about his struggles as a, um, closeted gay actor. Uh, during that period and uh, it's very good and it's worth reading and it's it's widely available yeah. now uh, so Batman is still a mysterious and frightening figure to most of the public fueling the anti-bat bias is councilman Arthur Reeves a vocal opponent of Batman's methods and a major thorn in the side of Commissioner James Gordon I feel like Gordon gets the most of any Gordon so far and it's still not a lot <laughs> no I mean, he disappears when the cops are trying to kill Batman later. He's nowhere to be found. That is true. I think it's He's on vacation. He just washes yeah. his... He, at one point, he just like leaves a room. He's like, I wash my hands of this. <laughs> um, so I might have known this before and forgot, but I'm watching this movie last night, and I like for 20 minutes, I'm like, who the fuck is voicing this guy? I know this asshole. Yes. The, I know this asshole, and it's the guy who plays Ellis in Die Hard. <laughs> Same role. Yep. Yes. Oh. yes. He has been typecast as a douchebag. Hans, booby. <laughs> booby, I'm your white knight. <laughs> Uh, Reeves goes over Gordon's head to recruit police officers who share his distaste for Batman's activities. Uh, Later, Reeves is contacted by his old friend Andrea Beaumont, who is just arriving in Gotham City. Curiously on a plane. No no spoilers, of course. Curiously on a plane. Even though Wait, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers, yeah, no talk. spoilers. <laughs> so There's, it's strange <laughs> that she would be on a plane headed to Gotham. It's just it's strange. It's strange, though. Maybe it's more. Maybe there's more Scooby Doo happening around projectors and mirrors. 
Or you is mean it's like, weird? Yeah, yeah, because he's been away for so long, right? Like, right. why yeah. now? Right, that's right. why you're at. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Or it's no spoilers. Curious. This is like a scream movie where there's two people in the phantasm. You never costume. know. You never know. Who who can say? Who can say? Interesting. Uh, <laughs> so he asks Andrea whether she is planning uh, on looking up an old friend, Bruce Wayne. Dropping in the in-flight magazine in which she had been nostalgically looking at, she dismissively calls the relationship ancient history. But a flashback tells us otherwise. Wiki, thankfully, helpfully, puts all the flashback materials in italics so we don't get confused. That's nice. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> this is seriously more detail than we've ever had in a wiki entry. This it's, is... yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't. They're, yeah. I can't tell if They're I like it or things... not. They're making things some more things more explicit than the actual right movie. Um, like dead on impact about that car. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I, we do learn that later, but yes, you're right. Absolutely. She nostalgically looks at the magazine. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, yes. you're right. Her face was filled with pain of coming home. Yeah, you're right. Um, Andrea Beaumont is voiced by somebody. Um, I should have I should have done any prep work, guys. Any. Uh, Dana Delaney. Dana Delaney, correct. Um, and now I'm trying to look what I remember her from. It's nothing. <laughs> um, I think she was in some TV stuff that I recognize. Yeah. Um, oh, she was also Which... Lois Lane in the uh, in the Superman animated series. Oh. Uh, so while visiting his parents' grave, a young Bruce Wayne overhears a younger Andrea visiting her mother's grave, talking to her as though she is still alive. Curiously similar to a scene in Smallville. I was going to say. Just without the homophobic thing, Brian. <laughs> it's almost exactly the same bit. Yeah. Yeah. Smallville. Well, the first episode of Smallville, Clark meet has a meet cute type of scene with Lana Lang, and the, it's the same thing. She's uh, talking to her parents, and then she's like, "My yeah, my parents are talking about you right now," and blah blah blah. And then there's a homophobic joke. I, I believe it's something in the effect, if I remember oh, correctly. Great. They're wondering if you have a boy or a girlfriend. Or a boyfriend, and Clark is like, "Oh no, huh? what? No!" And then, and then Lana says, "Sorry, my dad has a sick sense of humor." Oh, no. it's not just. And sorry, my parents—they just want to know. They're very respectful. Yeah, no, 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 no. A uh, very open-minded, actually. He's twisted. Like He's that. a fucking yeah. freak. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, um, so the uh, the two strike up a conversation and sparks immediately fly. Bruce has spent the last 15 years of his life training himself to fight injustice and is now very close to the begin uh, to beginning the fight. That night, he dons a ski mask and confronts a group of thieves hijacking a truck of goods. When he yells at them to surrender, they just attack him. Bruce's martial arts training and advanced equipment make short work of the thugs, and he is elated to see that his training has paid off. Then, the remaining thug starts up the truck, and a simple job becomes a high-speed chase down the highway, ending in a crash that nearly kills Bruce and his quarry. Incredible use of the word quarry. Yeah, did the screenwriter write this? Yeah, right. <laughs> 
entry. I do like in this uh, in this little action beat. Um, one of the uh, the cop cars that gets like overturned is a young Bullock. Uh, Bullock yeah. being the uh, in the animated series, and he's in the movie as well. Uh, the the detective who's like, who's gonna, who doesn't trust Batman, and I'm gonna get Batman. Yeah. Great archetype in any Batman story. <laughs> And I like I how surprised. the younger the younger version has a slightly higher pitch voice. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Jeffrey, what were you going to say? Oh no, I was just surprised that this uh, uh, Wikipedia entry didn't mention that Batman also says he ah um, when he first arrives in his new outfit. That was amazing. Like younger Bruce, I do love younger Bruce. The restraint. Like, he gets to be really goofy in this He's, wonderful way. I have some qualms with younger Bruce. He is just, he is the biggest dork. He is. He's a huge oh, dork. Oh, man. He's such an idiot. I'm like, I'll get into it when we get to the yeah. I have more, my more stuff to there's say a, about him. There's a bit uh, earlier uh, before this set piece where, where he meets Andrea in the cemetery. And uh, she's like, what, what were you, you know, talking to your parents about? He's like, I made a vow. <laughs> and then it's expected. Yes. Oh, about what? It's, it's a, a secret vow. Ah, <laughs> oh, why just say it? You could have just said, just dropping off flowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't ask me about my vow to punch crime away. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Uh, um. The next morning, Bruce is recuperating and is relentlessly practicing his jujitsu on yes. the lawn. Here we go. <laughs> he tells Alfred that the plan has gotten off to a good start, but he needs a way of striking fear into his enemies. They weren't afraid of me. Andrea visits, tired of waiting for Bruce to call. To his surprise, she shows him a few moves of her own, and they end up in a tangle on the ground. This is the only yeah. time a guy has been like, I'm doing jujitsu, and has ended in making out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I was, this is the scene I'm talking about. They leave yeah. out the part where he's really like, leave me alone, girl, I'm doing jujitsu. <laughs> Do a cool jujitsu moves over here. Yeah, it's like a little kid who does like karate class. is like, I don't want to talk about girls. <laughs> he's such a prick to her and she's into it she's eating it up oh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair she's really good at roasting him in, in a way that i appreciate it is true but at the same time you're like but what do you see what do you okay yeah. all right you right. deserve to be roasted it might have something to yeah. do with the billions of dollars Yes, <laughs> no, it maybe, maybe, but the lavish also... lifestyle, the cliffside castle. <laughs> I could see through a lot of flaws. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have great chemistry. They do. Undeniable. They do. It honestly, the chemistry actually between these two cartoon characters is so good. I was paying more attention to the movie than my daughter, who was desperately trying to shove an iPhone charger into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> While I was watching this, and like I suddenly looked at everyone, oh no, oh no, 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 please not during a Batman movie. Please, please don't make me explain to anyone you choked on a iPhone charger while I was watching the end of the 1993 animated film Batman Mask of the Fantastic. Yeah. You don't understand, Bruce. He had great chemistry with Andrea. I was so transfixed. <laughs> I, trust me, trust me. Let me put on this. Ignore the fact that he's doing jujitsu and doesn't want to talk to a girl. I swear to God, it's it's crackling. 
All right, we are now. We've uh, we're ex- any other thoughts on this flashback scene before I uh, before we leave the italic zone of the uh, <laughs> of the recap. Um, no, I'll just say it. it oh my god, this is weird, so long. <laughs> another weird moment to have in a kids animated movie is like introduce Bruce Wayne as a womanizer with like three women on his arms. Yeah, like, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. I did love that. Like, that, that it totally works with the story and then it's part of the character but like it's, it's just so it's it's wild that they were like we need to bring in the we need to bring the kids back right. so let's <laughs> I did uh there's a there's a great little gag here uh, you don't say the M word around Bruce uh and one to one lady is like what about the I word the the I word engagement great little bit great little <laughs> bit <laughs> The women aren't intelligent. That yeah, that's he, it. He frequently dates. That's the kind of that's comedy I like. That's the joke. <laughs> uh, gangster Buzz Bronski, an old associate of Chucky Saul's, visits his grave at night and drops a desk. Guys, real $10 word moment here. Mm. Desultory. D-E-S-U-L-T. O R Y. Desultory wreath by the headstone. Uh, however, Come on, you know, you know. Desultory. 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 No, we definitely, you definitely nailed it on the first try. Desultory. I got this it. Is, we'll find yeah. out, right? Desultory. I'm, hmm. I'm googling this one real fast. We're gonna learn something. We're right gonna, now. Let's learn something. Um, lacking a plan, purpose, or enthusiasm. Whoa. I don't feel like that's what was happening. <laughs> no, this, no, Wiki just got, the Wiki writer here just got it. All, thank you for writing our show for us this week. Uh, they got excited with the th- th- with They, got, the they got a little greedy. Yeah. yeah. They got a little, we got you. A little overconfident. We got you. Is okay. he saying that simply because he throws the wreath and it knocks over the other flowers that are there? Is that why <laughs> he's saying yeah, that? Yeah, 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 maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, Bronsky Wait. is then confronted by the same mysterious figure and chased through the graveyard, yelling for his bodyguards. Bronsky falls into an open grave, and the statue above it is tipped inside, crushing him to death. Um, what? Wh- very few cuts had to be made in the movie to uh, get this down to a PG rating. There were only two moments, and they were both sound bites, uh, sound effects. And one was a sound effect here that was described as too crunchy. <laughs> when the statue fell. <laughs> I mean, it's brutal. It's pretty <laughs> rough. Young Jeffrey would not have been pleased during that scene. <laughs> too crunchy Uh, I of course was one of the millions of children who had uh, been traumatized by Batman Returns already so this was nothing yeah right yeah that that makes (laughs) sense yeah yeah uh okay his bodyguards arrive to see his remains and a figure in a cape disappearing over the next rise leading them to believe that the figure is Batman and that he has killed Buzz the next day, headlines confirm eyewitness accounts that Batman has turned to killing. Reeves then demands to have him captured, but Commissioner Gordon, knowing that Batman would never commit murder, never, Jim? 
uh, tells Reeves that he will have no part in his crusade to catch him. Won't stop it, but I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reeves orchestrates a trap with the police for Batman using the bat signal, but Batman, who had been listening to Reeves and Gordon's argument, does not turn up. This Mon- is stupid. I'm out of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in the next one. Or the yeah. one after that, maybe? The- yeah. <laughs> Batman begins, at least. <laughs> um. And Gordon crawled into a hole and became Pat Hingle again. <laughs> um, I also love. He's the- like Mister Magoo, Gordon, <laughs> for some reason. Nothing but respect for Pat Hingle's Commissioner Gordon of yeah. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. I do imagine Batman as he's listening uh, to them talking about capturing, just being like, "Aw, oh yeah, hey, yeah, come on. so mean, don't be mean, I'm Batman." <laughs> but I do, I do like how the police are like, "Wait, okay, we got the perfect plan. This will this works every time." <laughs> <laughs> In a huh? second, huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? no. <laughs> um. So Batman does not show up, much to Reeves' amusement, as this further fuels his belief of Batman's guilt. Batman investigates the spot where Bronski was murdered, but then takes a brief moment to visit his parents' grave. Just then, he overhears a familiar voice and turns a corner to find Andrea speaking at her mother's grave. She turns around, just as shocked as Batman is. He runs off, but Andrea notices the grave he was standing near. She realizes who the man behind the cowl truly is. Stop putting some stuff together. (laughs) You can't be, if you're dressed as Batman, you can't be hovering around your parents' gravestone, buddy. (laughs) You're just begging to be found out. <laughs> that should have been part of your vow. Don't come yeah. here in your cape. <laughs> what a boneheaded move. <laughs> I do appreciate that you just said clicks. Like, I yeah, mean, right. yeah. Oh, of course. you know, it's yeah. kind of what we've always, you know, what people always say is like, how the, how the fuck do people not know? It's like, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Okay. That's, yeah. Got it. Shit. Yep. Obviously. Okay. Yep. Oh, my <laughs> fucked up boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. That's. <laughs> Yep. I the guy who, the only guy who's <laughs> like yeah, six five, perfect physique. Had a giant cave under his house. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's making vows in graveyards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> uh to me, uh, while spying on Reeves and Andrea having dinner, Batman has another flashback. There is a full uh Andrea and Reeves. Uh, I believe they they hands clasp one, not quite holding hands, but like one hand touches another, and we just see Batman in the rain. Like, it's fine, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. I have my vow. I don't need a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> There's a um, what is that? The flight of the Concords. They have. I'm not crying. It's just raining on my face. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't help that he's also just holding regular binoculars. If they were bat binoculars, it helps kind of yeah. you know layer over the silliness of it. But they are just regular binoculars. <laughs> the bat binoculars were broken. He has just run to yeah, Alfred, Walmart. What did you get... do with my bat binoculars? <laughs> Bird watching, sir. <laughs> but who knows? 
No, great. Now I just have to go run to fucking Walmart into the sporting goods section. It's fine. I'm, I'm just spying on my old fiance. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so now we're we're back in flashback territory. We're in italics. Bruce and Andrea have been dating for a while now and tour Gotham's World Fair together. Uh, afterwards, Andrea takes him to meet. Oh no, we got to talk about the World's Fair. This is so important. Mm. He's skipping mm. on the World's Fair stuff. Huge. Yeah. Um. It's uh, this is of course like based around like the uh, the New York World's Fair, uh, which um, it, it inspired Paul Dini when he was writing the script, uh, which has a special place kind of in my heart of like driving back to my apartment. If you, if, if, when we drive to my parents' place in Connecticut, driving through, you'd see the decrepit remains of the World's Fair on the highway. <laughs> uh, and you know what? That is a perfect setting for a Batman set piece. Um, mm-hmm. It's all. I, how I feel do you like, feel about how do you feel about Batman getting the Batmobile from the fair? I kind of love it. I have no problem. The car show. He just yeah. uh, you know basically is a you know did, sick future did he car. Just get the did he get the idea from there? Or did he just mm. take that car? It's like that is I mean, my car. He bought it. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Hey, load that up in the truck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The future is now. Give me that yeah. <laughs> um, um Yeah, we know you're Batman because we have the receipt from right through Batmobile from us. <laughs> Good point. Uh, it's a different color. It's not the same. It's color. not the same. Mm-hmm. This one's black. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's it's obviously like it's don't get me wrong it's broad it's obvious is the wrong word but it's such a good like one two punch of Bruce and Andrea are hopeful about their future the third act set piece will be in the crumbling remains of this fair in a, a crumbled mm. Gotham City it's ah it's so good it's real it's good right. guys uh, afterward Andrea takes him to meet her father Carl Beaumont a high powered Gotham businessman Bruce also meets a young Reeves a hotshot lawyer in Beaumont's company just they really dweebed up Reeves which yeah. is actually a good little yeah. touch I think it's no it is it's brilliant because of course the you know the, the geeky guy who gets money and success and power and like tries to make up for all that you know it's it's perfect it's, it's good characterization it's good man it's yeah. good this is a good movie guys <laughs> <laughs> um bruce receives carl's stamp of approval because he's very rich <laughs> Uh, but their meeting is crashed by shady mobster Salvatore Valestra. Excusing themselves, Bruce and Andrea see a street merchant being harassed by a motorcycle gang. Bruce tells Andrea to stay put and leaps into the fray. With his training, he easily knocks out two of the gang, but catching sight of Andrea's terrified expression, he becomes distracted for a crucial second and takes a blow to the chest that knocks him to the ground, allowing the gang to escape with the merchant's money box. I believe and then she's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Doesn't matter. My jujitsu moves were bested, and I need a minute. <laughs> I have to go. I have to go fucking practice my kicks and shit." Um, we also have a moment here where we see a man who looks suspiciously like young Jack Nicholson from Batman 1989. Huh? Huh? Mm. I hadn't put that together. We also see him punch a guy off a motorcycle. Pretty pretty good. Pretty good. That's a pretty good move. Yeah. That's, that's you guys laughed when he was practicing his jujitsu, not talking to girls. But have you ever punched a guy off a motorcycle? Didn't think I so. Mean, that, sh- 
That shot is pretty badass. There's not a whole bunch of action in this movie, but when there is, it's pretty cool. There's good stuff it's, here. Yeah, it's pretty nifty. Um, I did notice. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I watched this on HBO Max. Uh, same for everybody. Um, yeah. So I assume in order when this was going to be direct to video, it was uh, square, as was the standard of televisions at the time. Uh, it had to be converted into widescreen, which I assume was done by zooming in. It is. Um, it is. I have the Blu-ray, and I've watched it on there before, and you get the option. Got it. Yeah, it, it's basically just zoomed in. It's just cropped. Yeah. I almost got out of my chair and put the Blu-ray in, but I was too lazy. <laughs> so I um, I noticed a couple shots are, bl- you know, you can get some shots that are crisp and nice, and some shots are very blurry. And I assume um, that's a, a artifact of zooming in. I don't know if it was that way in yeah. theaters when it was on, on 35 I, mil. I noted the same thing watching it. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of a shame. I, I think it'd be kind of worth going back and restoring. I think the movie's good enough that they yeah. should do that. Uh, I know I mean, a 4K wonder, re-release just came out. I wonder if they they're not because the the uh, the the full screen version is there on the Blu-ray. That's right, interesting. Where they're not zooming in. That's interesting. Good point. Yeah, I don't know. I also don't know if the 4K re-release that like just came out did anything. Yeah. Um, so that evening, Bruce paces Wayne Manor in agitation. He has realized that he must choose between Andrea or his vow to fight crime. His vow! <laughs> uh, during a rainstorm, he goes to his parents' grave and begs to be released from his vow. When he made it, he never expected that he could find happiness with someone else. That's a really effective moment. So effective. It's so good. It's such a good Batman, Bruce Wayne. Literally, the line is just like, I didn't expect to be happy. I think there's even yeah. a line of like, it doesn't hurt so bad anymore. I do love the idea that his parents, the ghosts of his parents are still saying, they're like, mm, you promised to dress up like a fucking freak and punch bad guys. So uh, that's no, what we wanted for you. <laughs> that's why it's it's really good writing and it's so effective because obviously his parents would be like, be happy. But this idea of his parents that he has of these like angry ghosts. Yes. It's just great. Of it's course, so Batman good. thinks that way. Right. Yeah. Yes. I, of course, he's a little fucked up in his brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm happy, <laughs> mom and dad. Oh, Are you enjoying I these mean, children? Yeah. <laughs> That's what like so many writers have struggled with is like, can Batman be happy? Like in so many different yeah. Batman books over the years. And it is the question that like, it's just, usually the answer is no. Yeah, no, this movie <laughs> no firmly comes in. No, <laughs> yeah. no. not unless he stops being Batman, which, right. Right. which happens in the, the end of the Dark Knight Rises. That's true. He's like, yep. I'm out of here. Yep. Um, Actually, I think he can also find happiness if he trains an army of children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he Notably does, missing. <laughs> when he becomes a father to Robin, he finds some happiness there. There you go. Uh, yes. And then a whole army of all, a whole bunch of spinoff books. So we can make sure there's a Batman book on store shelves every single week. Mm-hmm. when they when Batman finally does go to jail, that is going to be one. Like, how many orphans? <laughs> Did you teach to be vigilantes, <laughs> sir? Uh, just uh, just like six just or seven. The orphan to superhero pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> and how many died while in your care, sir? Uh, no, no, next question, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so no answers come from his parents to him because they're dead. Uh, but Andrea, who knows him very well by now, appears next to him and gives him the answer he needs. All right, Wiki, you get so specific. <laughs> and then just she's like, maybe What's they the sent me and then they smooch. And it's very nice. <laughs> It's the biggest wedding ring diamond you've ever seen. It's like comically large. <laughs> yes, it's a cartoon. Um, I don't think I don't think we've gotten there yet. This is a smooch. He doesn't just propose in the rainy graveyard. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. You're we're forgetting. We're close. You're we're close. Yeah, we're very close. Uh, Valestra, now old and failing in health, panics on seeing the headlines about Saul and Bronski's murder, murders and meets Reeves in private, asking him to confirm if Batman is hitting our people. Reeves does confirm it, but hastily excuses himself, feeling he doesn't need Valestra anymore. While investigating possible connections between Saul and Bronski, Batman finds out they were partners in several joint ventures. Adam's Tool and Die, the O'Neill's Funding Corp, and Puckett and Peterson, all dummy corporations run by Valestra. Finding his past resurfacing, Batman examines old photos from the three gangsters, one of which includes Carl Beaumont. Back into italics! Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do! And now he proposes, and it's a big diamond. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, you, you jumped right to the proposal, missing a very important scene of an old guy being concerned about Batman and Batman finding a picture. How dare you skip ahead? You fucking amateur. <laughs> On a cliff overlooking the sea behind Wayne Manor, Bruce proposes to Andrea. She's astonished. She never really believed that Bruce would choose her over the plan. But Bruce declares that whatever the plan, whatever plan he has for his life, she is now a part of it. They embrace. She had. She knew he was Batman before the graveyard. Yeah. He, he's been talking about a plan, a plan. doing jujitsu. <laughs> Once again, a giant cave beneath his house. Yeah, I, I saw you yeah. looking at that car at the car show. <laughs> I had your number. <laughs> Uh, they embrace and kiss, but are interrupted by a swarm of bats erupting from a hole in the ground. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. It, honestly, it is. It's so like broad and simple, but like it, the just the simple imagery of like this will always be between them is so good. Yeah. Um, Bruce drops Andrea off at her home, where she notices other cars parked outside. It appears odd, as her father usually wouldn't see clients this late. She goes inside to tell her father the good news. Bruce and Valestra chauffeur, uh, Bruce and Valestra's chauffeur, standing watch outside, catch a clip, a quick glimpse of each other before he leaves. Sorry. Okay, we don't see this mysterious man before we we see him here. I'm You're talking about. That's who you meant with Jack Nicholson. Yes, yes. Yes, it's the Joker before he... Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> I remember being like, when I was a kid watching it for the first time, being like, that looks like the Joker, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think he specifically... No, I think he specifically looks like, uh, in Batman 89, the uh, the young Jack Nicholson uh, actor. Um, mm. It's kind of funny. Same shim- See you around, kid. That guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, the next morning, Bruce climbs up from exploring the cave under the manor, which is much more extensive than he thought. Alfred is waiting and regretfully gives Bruce a message. Andrea returning his ring, saying she has to leave and telling him to forget her. What a way. I mean, yeah, that fucked me up if that's how I got broken up with by I my fiance. Oof. Terrible. If it was like, she's like, please abandon your life goal and uh, uh, marry me. And you're like, finally, okay, yes, I'll do it. And she's like, bye. Here's a note. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, yep. just like, uh, just just forget about it, actually. Yeah. No, change your mind. Change your mind. <laughs> I, I will never be okay again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just me and jujitsu now. <laughs> he does punch a wall at some point in this movie. I remember being disappointed in him during that part. It's not here, but earlier, I think. <laughs> I never should have stopped doing my kicks. <laughs> Heartbroken and having nothing left to hold him back, Bruce throws himself back into the plan. He adopts a new terrifying appearance as Batman. As Bruce dons the mask of Batman for the first time, Alfred serves as the only witness to this transformation and remarks in terror and astonishment, "My god." Thus, Batman's war on crime truly begins. It's a very good. I actually love the reaction of Alfred. Be like, Alfred's great in this movie. So good. But there, there is like a moment from Alfred of like, I've maybe let this go too far. (laughs) Yes. Well, when he puts the suit on for the first time, that's another really powerful moment. It's really well done. Yes. The music is his theme music, but it's like ominous and. Yes. It's foreboding. It's once again so funny for this children's character of Batman of just be like, this isn't like great for his mental health. <laughs> no, no, this is bad. This is a sad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing no other choice, Valestra goes alone to meet the Joker with whom he has some past history. Valester offers to hire him to kill Batman. Uh, Joker is, of course, living in the rundown um, World's Fair. Joker was apparently added to this as a Warner Brothers request, wanting, you know, like, the the, the famous guy. Um, It's the perfect amount of Joker. It's so Uh, well implemented. He's so good in this. Yes. Agreed. Because I was, I love that he shows up like, I think more than halfway through the movie and then just fucks everyone. Yes. Like, yes, literally everyone. He's just like, I'm just going to fuck all this shit up. (laughs) Um, This is of course, uh, Mark Hamill uh, plays the Joker, both in this and Batman, the animated series, certainly a, a top tier Joker uh, as, as perfect of a Joker voice as Kevin Conroy is to Batman. Um, He was a, um, a last minute Hail Mary. I believe Tim Curry had recorded several episodes as the Joker and then could not commit further. So they had to go and re-record um, uh, with Mark Hamill. And I don't think anyone's mad. I don't, Tim Curry, I bet, would have been no. very good. But yeah. uh, well, would, he, would he have been British? Would he have been a British I don't Joker? Know. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I feel like Tim Curry already shot his wad on Killer Clowns. With yeah, him. right, right. Mm. Yeah, a little obvious. A little obvious. I didn't yeah. even think of that. Little obvious. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Hamill talked about going to see this in theaters with his family, and there being no one in this theater. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He was all ready to pose for pictures and shit. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Mark Hamill, I think, is kind of fun in that. Um, always seems like glad to be doing nerd shit. Like never too much yeah. of a. It's mm-hmm. Harrison Ford is always has a certain like eye roll to it. It was like seems happy dragged to be to the Star things. Wars guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Harrison Ford is always dragged to nerd events. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> Why are fuck. you making this man go to these things? He doesn't want to. He doesn't <laughs> like you. <laughs> <laughs> right he's just gonna be grumpy the right. whole day right mark hamill seems to like being the yeah. ju- I, I, I there are if harrison ford was ever doing a voice in a batman cartoon he would just shoot himself in the face with a gun <laughs> like, <laughs> like mark hamill's kind of stoked i think he's doing good work and he's proud of it yeah, yeah. um Okay, so Valestra offers the Joker uh, to hire or to hire the Joker to kill Batman. Joker appears not to be interested, but Valestra is anger. Valestra angrily reminds him that his hands are just as dirty as theirs, and that Batman will surely come for him next. Uh, there was also a sorry, Zach. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say interesting move trying to guilt trip the Joker. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was strategy. Well. Your hands are dirty, Joker. <laughs> um, Paul Dini was convinced. Uh, Paul Dini, uh, one of the writers on this, uh, also the credited creator of Harley Quinn for Batman the Animated Series, uh, always likes to include her uh, whenever he's writing on something, was convinced not to. And I got to say, right call. I think it's mm, beautifully yes. clean yeah. here. I mean, the Joker is almost too much comedy already for this somber fucking story right but it's just enough if carly yeah. quinn would have been like the tone would have been right fucked. it's so well implemented here every choice here was correct okay <laughs> uh joker loses his temper briefly then laughs assuring valestra that no one will ever hurt him uh, Batman confronts Andrea in her hotel room, demanding to know what she knows about the gangster murders. She claims ignorance, then coldly orders him out. But as soon as he's gone, she collapses onto her bed, sobbing uncontrollably. We're just entering like, yeah, it's a good scene. <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah, but It's just yeah. good. It's well done. <laughs> Uh, later that night, the shadowy vi- the shadowy vigilante enters Valestra's mansion to execute him, only to find that he is too late. Valestra has been poisoned by Joker venom. Sitting on his lap is a surveillance camera and a radio from which comes Joker's voice. Sheepishly, he admits that he messed up and the killer isn't Batman after all. Uh, realizing the danger, the vigilante leaves from the building's window just as the package in Valestra's lap explodes. I love how the, the wiki doesn't say, you know, Phantasm, the character's name. That's how mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know, though, she's not referred to as Phantasm, I think, at any point in the movie. No. Um, no. So, so I just real quick before we get yeah, into yeah. it, the wiki has skipped over one scene a little bit earlier where Batman is arguing. He's basically like... <laughs> He's in the Batcave about to leave to go fight crime or whatever. And Alfred is basically like, oh, are you going to go spy on your girlfriend? And he is he's like, well, you're wrong, Alfred. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she's not my girlfriend. <laughs> and this is present day. So this is not like I, I love the characterization of Batman as 
man child like yes stop he stopped growing the night his parents died yes yeah yeah he's just stuck with his butler and all his money and his karate classes (laughs) (laughs) um and then on a serious note i love in the animated series and in this movie how if batman's in the bat cave he's in the bat suit even if it's just him and alfred he's still in the bat suit yes Yes. He's like, I'm in Batman, right? I'm in Batman mode right now. I just, I'm, I I'm not feeling thing. it if I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the scene here uh, that we just discussed of uh, Phantasm fighting the dead Valestra, pretty intense. Yes. That's pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty spooky looking corpse. How, how do you think young Jeffrey would have felt about that, Jeffrey? Bad. But, <laughs> but, he gets exploded. So, it's <laughs> out. But the sequence afterwards, you know, the cops chasing Batman is brutal in this yeah. movie. Yes, we'll get into that. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, but in the animated series, the Joker doesn't actually kill people because. I don't believe so. No, no. I think no you're right. killing on TV kids shows. I think you're right. No, it's oh. usually uh, there's some guns in in Batman the animated series, but no, I think you're right. I think they're usually like poisoned and left left mm-hmm. like laughing, laughing gas. Yes. Yeah. yeah, right. So this is like a straight up corpse. So. Yeah, yeah, that is a dead. That is a man. The Joker has done gone killed. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Batman confronts the vigilante, chasing him across several rooftops, but is then confronted by a police task force with orders to arrest him. Uh, As the vigilante vanishes in a cloud of smoke, Batman flees and is pursued into a construction site by a tactical squad under Harvey Bullock's command. Harvey Bullock, of course, being the the cop who who don't trust the Batman in the animated series. Who has been put in charge while Commissioner Gordon is on vacation from this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Seeing Batman above, one overeager officer empties his submachine gun at the building, hitting a propane (laughs) tank and igniting an explosion that knocks Batman senseless. Uh, He is forced to buy time by removing his cape and cowl and sending them flying up towards the police helicopter, distracting the task force while he escapes onto the ground floor. Um... There is a bit here. You see the the cape and the cowl being strung up by the helicopter, and then just ripped apart by machine gun fire. <laughs> like, yep. It's thankfully, yep. thankfully, Batman wasn't in there because, uh, fuck, they would have <laughs> fucked him up, huh? <laughs> that would have been. It's 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 the Batman rip him to fucking pieces. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, they killed Batman, but we still don't know who he is because his right. body was so riddled with bullets. <laughs> Where's the Batman's know. body? Well, it's over there. It's over there. It's yeah, over there. Over it's over there. We shot him 2,000 times and he fell off of a helicopter. <laughs> so it's just... You know, but at least the mystery will stay alive. <laughs> also, unrelated, uh, billionaire Bruce Wayne's gone missing. That's weird. I guess we'll go investigate <laughs> yeah. that next. Yeah, it was weird how he left for eight years and then came back and then Batman started right when he came back, too. So, so weird. strange just, how that works. Just weird. Yeah. But no, 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 because he was on a plane... While Batman had showed up, so <laughs> I don't go. know. There you go. Yeah, couldn't be. Couldn't be. <laughs> I like the idea of in a, in Batman Batman's world, he's like the Zodiac, where like true crime people are like 
have suspects who is mm-hmm. batman i want to see that movie there definitely is a podcast where someone's trying to figure out who batman is oh, sure. yeah oh for my sure. god is that the podcast we should be doing that's the podcast we should be doing <laughs> we Jesus pretend Christ. to be people in gotham trying to figure out who batman is god. i feel like yeah there would be like the, a documentary about it and then people would call it like the path or like the vow yeah. like <laughs> 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 Look, it's, it's a Batman. Too bad that's already <laughs> been taken. I know, right? It's true. Probably both of them. Yeah. Um, uh, you've uh, you've of course dropped the vow, which is how we tied it back into Smallville. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Still a Smallville Whoa. podcast, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Okay, now unmasked and severely dazed by the explosion, Batman stumbles to the end of an alley with the police right behind him and no means of escape until Andrea appears in her car and tells him to get in. Bruce jumps in and she speeds away, leaving the police behind. At Wayne Manor, Andrea tells him what really happened the last night they saw each other. In italics... Andrea returned home to tell her father the good news of Bruce proposing to her, only to find him in the clutches of three mobsters, Saul, Bronski, and Valestra. Carl had been doing business with them, but now they've discovered that he's been embezzling and must die. Carl begs for one more chance, saying that he can return their money no later than the next day. Valestra agrees, but as soon as they are gone, Carl tells Andrea they must leave town immediately. The money will actually take weeks to acquire, and Valestra won't wait. Andrea pleads that she and Bruce have just become engaged, uh, but Carl tells her that they will both be dead by the next day if they don't escape. If only your do- if only you had a future son-in-law with vast resources. Yes. If only our problems could solve each other. Right here, <laughs> the guy I wanted to stay to marry had billions and billions of dollars at his disposal. <laughs> Sure. And was also trained in jujitsu and yeah. shit. I mean, uh, you know, this is a good point. I had not thought about this, but this is excellent. These which, are excellent points. To be fair, Bruce probably was like, was this for crime? That is true. <laughs> yeah, but he would have solved the problem. It's Batman. Right, right, um, right. right. Uh, you also could have lied to him knew. that it was an investment. Right. The fact that she didn't even say like, hey, what if we went to Bruce? And the dad was like, no, we can't ask him that. Or I don't know, some other bullshit reason. Right, right. She didn't even think of it. Right. Didn't even come up. They're just like, well, we just got to just leave him a note. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anguished, Andrea asks why her father has ruined both of their lives. And Carl swears that he will make things right again. Man, yeah, worth noting, Andrea dumped him. Yeah, so I was. Why is she so mad at him when she comes back? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that is true. I guess maybe just yeah, like his playboy lifestyle. You know, I'd That's be mad it, at him. Yeah. That's it. Because <laughs> um, she, she, yeah, because you didn't get my note asking to loan me a bunch of money. <laughs> To save my dad. <laughs> um, Andrea fills in the rest of the story. She and Carl escape to Europe. Just burped. You know, so it goes. Uh, escape nice. to Europe. And he was eventually <laughs> able to pay back the gangster's money with interest, but they still wanted revenge. 
Bruce reaches the obvious conclusion. Carl had to find another way to rid himself and Andrea of the monsters, so of the mobsters, so he has been hunting them down one by one. Realizing that Andrea had no choice but to leave him, he remembers his love for her, and the two spend the night together. An implied sex scene in a PG Batman movie? Huh? Huh? Um... The next morning, Bruce and Andrea agree to try and make their relationship work, despite Bruce's coming uh, coming showdown with Carl. He then sees her off. Despite Alfred's enthusiasm for his master, Bruce is unsure whether he can still make the same choice he made 10 years before, despite admitting he still loves Andrea. He's but like, yeah, I got the, I got the Batmobile now. It's, I, got I the bought fun. a lot of costumes. <sighs> <laughs> invested a lot of time into this and like she's gonna want to turn the bat cave into some like i don't know girl thing it's gonna be no time for all my jujitsu kicks (laughs) alfred i gotta make a choice this is it is definitely like the loneliest version of batman like yeah that's for sure like he only has alfred really Oh. She's put she put up wallpaper in the back cave. <laughs> it's I also just love just open the oh the second I get a girlfriend, I don't have to do this. <laughs> right, yeah, he's just waiting. He's just, <laughs> right, that is true. <laughs> that's an ongoing thing, and that's a, in the dark night. Yeah. He's trying to like it's like, hey, will you love me if I stop doing this? Because <laughs> come on, I'm I'm say, I am utterly I'm, negotiable. <laughs> I'm ready. This is not fun. The lifestyle I've chosen, I'm not enjoying it. And I can't quit this on my own. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need an excuse. I'm going to need you to fix me real bad, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've trained my replacement, Harvey Dent. That's going great. <laughs> Nothing here is going to go. Anyway, so can't wait to go into the second half of this movie where everything is going to go great. <laughs> um. Okay, but while he is looking over the photo of Carl Beaumont and the three gangsters, he realizes something. Valestra's chauffeur, standing in the background, is actually the Joker before his transformation, likely making him the killer's next target. In the most amazing way, too, by just looking at the photo, taking a red sharpie, and then drawing a (laughs) smile on him. And you're like, yep, oh, that's the Joker. That's That's him. (laughs) But could could you have drawn that on any person and been like, that's the Joker? (laughs) It it was just (gasps) coincidence. I do think it's an effective moment, though. It It is. It is. It is. It so is. Yeah. 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 Um, it's the storytelling is so mature and the script here is so good it is still a cartoon and cartoons are silly (laughs) yes it's true yeah uh which I mean only in a good way. Uh, Okay, so in his office, Reeves fumes about the police's failure to capture Batman. He is suddenly confronted in secret by the Joker, who reveals that he's seen the real killer and reminds Reeves about his own history with the mobsters. Joker now has his own pet theory. Reeves has hired the mysterious vigilante to eliminate the witnesses to his dealings with Valestra and his gang, which means that Joker himself is next on Reeves' list. Flustered, Reeves denies it, but then Andrea telephones his office to cancel their lunch date. Needing no further proof, Joker stabs Reeves with a needle, injecting him with a slow-acting version of his Joker toxin. Um... 
There's a great bit here. Joker's in that wide-brimmed hat, and his eyes are wide, yeah. and those teeth. It's really good. Yeah. Um, it's the... Sometimes I think there's a temptation to bring Joker like too far into like the crazy and dark. The animated series I think strikes the exact perfect like. No, he's fun. Yeah, da da da. He's a clown. It's just a little off-putting and fucked up. You know, it's the mm-hmm. well, he. Yeah, he can still be scary in the animated series, it's, right? It's, but it, it doesn't. Totally. It's, it, if like Jared Leto is the ultimate extreme, oh, like, God, oh, yeah. oh, oh boy, <laughs> oh you, oh no. boy, <laughs> no, no. This one he gets to be like you can see the anger sometimes, like that comes yeah. out that's like always broiling underneath. Um, yeah, and, like, totally. But he's still you know allowed to be funny, which is great because he's the Joker. He so is, that's he is, the, really he is a clown. It's his whole thing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Reeves is rushed to the hospital laughing hysterically. I always find, and there's a couple of uh, of these moments throughout the DC animated universe. Um, the uh, the forced laughing from the toxin is always off putting. It's uh, it's pretty spooky. Yes, it is. It's always an effective way to kill someone or drive them insane. Is the laughter? It's yep. Um, A doctor sedates him, warning him that he must stay calm and let the toxin run its course. But as soon as he is alone, Batman confronts him, demanding to know what the Joker wanted. Reeves confesses. Beaumont enlisted his help in getting himself and Andrea out of town and kept quiet and kept quiet in touch over the years. Later, when Reeves was running for office uh, of city councilman for the first time, Beaumont refused his pleas for financial assistance. This is more than dialogue than the movie has. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In his desperation, Reeves sold Beaumont's whereabouts to the mob, being told that they just wanted to get their embezzled money returned. Remembering it all causes Reeves to start laughing all over again as Batman leaves in disgust, and the doctors rush in to try and settle him down. Remember Batman, the 1989 movie, and the plan is just... Joker has big gun down pants. <laughs> yeah. Here we have embezzlement. Yeah. And like, <laughs> um, yeah, this is way more complex than seriously in either of those movies. <laughs> uh, I, both of those movies, which we both uh, enjoy quite a bit. Just come down to look at these fucking freaks. huh? Look at these nasty little fucking yeah. freaks. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Uh, realizing that I'm gonna be mayor, I'm gonna be mayor, and I'm nasty. Give me your nose. (laughs) (laughs) Realizing the truth, Batman rushes to Andrea's hotel room to confront her, but she is gone. Then the Joker calls the room, telling her he's sending her a gift. Batman looks out the window to see a toy plane follow, uh, flying towards the room, carrying a bomb. He manages to detonate it before it gets inside, but remembers where he once saw a toy plane like that. Outside the Joker's hideout, in the ruins of the world's future fair, uh, Andrea remembers what brought her to this point. Italics again. Andrea returns home from the grocery store, seeing Valestra's chauffeur emerging from the house. Frightened and worried, she anxiously told him that her father already paid Valestra, but he just silently walks past her. She rushes inside and screams in agony upon finding her father dead, while the chauffeur takes advantage of the moment to pick out an apple out of Andrea's dropped grocery bag and eat it. 
Inside his hideout, the Joker is confronted by the killer while eating a bolo sausage sliced by his cooking animatronic, Hazel. Thank you for all that who detail, he, Wicked. Who he implies he's about to fuck. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfectly done. Is like, that not the implication? Absolutely no, that is, the yep, implication. Yep. That is the implication. <laughs> is about to fuck 100%. and maybe has before. <laughs> yeah. He's rudely interrupted yes. by the phantasm. Um, he's already managed to deduce, to deduce the vigilante's identity as Andrea herself and the two fight. Andrea appears to have the upper hand until the Joker escapes and lures her into the path of a gigantic aircraft engine, which sucks uh, sucks her off her feet and nearly kills her until Batman arrives in a bat cycle and crashes it into the engine rotors, destroying it, much to the Joker's annoyance. Are we laughing at sucks her off? Yeah, sorry. I couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. <laughs> Thanks for knowing. Yeah. Thanks for knowing, yeah. though, Brian. Uh, <laughs> I was halfway through the sentence, like, I heard it. <laughs> Yeah, sucks her off her feet. Uh, Batman confronts Andrea. He now knows her father is dead and she has been killing his tormentors one by one in revenge for killing him. She actually arrived in Gotham earlier to kill Chucky Saul and use her late father as a scapegoat if necessary. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, Wiki. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Andrea says she has nothing left except her revenge on the men who ruined their lives. Batman pleads with her to leave and let them apprehend the Joker his way. Uh, this is the second movie uh, that ends with like, hey, let's not do, let's actually just like go. Let's bail. Let's not do this. And the girl being like, no. No, yeah. That's. <laughs> I think this this romance is... Way more effective origin romance than whatever the mm-hmm. fuck Katie Holmes is doing in Batman. Absolutely. Begins, right? Absolutely. She's like, I, I don't know if this is true, but she seems like Katie Holmes's character seems like a studio forced. Yes. Like, yes. we need to be able to sell this to the WB group. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we Absolutely. need a young, hot romantic interests and like no one's like fine whatever sure she's a lawyer or something right right right. i'm an upstart guy and i i don't he's not christopher nolan yet he's the guy who did insomnia yes exactly (laughs) and this is this is like meaty right right like the like the the romance is not an afterthought in the origin it is it is the origin right yes absolutely uh yeah okay so elsewhere joker starts a countdown to blow up the entire complex Batman's pursuit of Joker takes him through the old exhibitions, and Joker distracts him with a set of booby traps long enough to don a jetpack and fly into the sky. Batman manages to jo- oh, thank God we're getting every fucking beat of this. Yeah. They fight, okay? <laughs> yeah, they they fight. I think I'm happy with they fight. <laughs> Wait, you're leaving out the skyscraper costume. <laughs> yes, they include that. <laughs> they, they... I don't think they have that. What? The be- <laughs> I mean, as long as you read the part, the, the way that the, the way that the Joker and the Phantasm exit the scene is pretty fantastic. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrea reappears and grabs hold of the Joker. Batman pleads with her to run as the fairground is wired to explode, but she refuses and bids him goodbye. The bombs explode and the entire complex begins to burn. I believe there's just there's a line there or something like she can't she can't let him yeah. go. Well, and then the Joker is laughing hysterically while the place is blowing up. 
and then she just grabs him and her smoke machine goes off and they right. disappear. Uh, the Joker laughs maniacally as Andrea disappears with him in a cloud oh, of smoke. Yeah, yeah. The ground underneath Batman collapses and he falls into a sewer line, which carries him away from the Inferno. That and, is that is oddly similar to Batman Returns. It's and, very similar. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, you know... It, we love Batman Returns. That's probably going to get our like best picture of the entire. Uh, but like, there's parts of this does it stronger. I think. I think there's yeah, there's elements yeah. here that are stronger. But it's like abandoned fairground, abandoned zoo. Right. Right. Uh, cold uh, mercenary lady can't do it like Batman does. Not as women can't trust and be vigilantes. They're, they're too crazy. <laughs> no, Batman's like, I'm in love with you. Let's stop this. Don't get revenge. And she's like, I have to. I gotta. I gotta do the revenge thing. I gotta do the revenge thing, my guy. <laughs> We're both dead. I, I killed this guy and myself. Yeah, wow. Or did I? Right. Wow. Or did I? Um. Hey, man. It works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the Batcave, Bruce laments that he was unable to save Andrea. Sadly, Alfred tells him that Andrea was beyond redemption. Bruce notices a glint in the distance and finds a locket that belonged to Andrea wedged in a nook in the cave wall. Inside, a picture of her and Bruce. Uh, desolate, Bruce realizes that she must still be alive, but is once again lost to him now and forever. On a cruise ship out at sea, one of the passengers notices Andrea standing alone at the, at the rail. Uh, there's a great little bit of animation here. Like, it would have been so easy to not do this, but, like, the guy, like, drunkenly, like, slicks back his hair. And, um, he starts to introduce himself, but notices a rather cold greeting and mourning veil. Um, they, the line they have here is just, she wishes to be left alone. It's, that's, uh... The line goes, like, do you want to be alone? Uh, and she says, I am. Which is so melodramatic, but so good! It's so good! Well, then it cuts to Batman all alone, and is fucking... Batman stands on a rooftop, overlooking the city, as he has done countless times before. All right, wait, stop editorializing, Wick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Wiki's having some fun here. Hang on. Whether by fate or by design, it seems he cannot escape his purpose. Oh, my God. The bat signal light up in the sky. He throws off his reverie. He throws off his reverie and swings off into the night. What a flourish. What a flourish. Yeah, Wiki Ritter. What a move. 75 minutes, man. This movie does a lot. Well, and I do like the the ending of him looking out from atop the building is like for the first time like sad and like yes. lonely, not triumphant looking right. out. It's not he's not like you know it, a, a lot of Batman movies end with a, and another adventure. It's a little right. like and yeah, he's kind of going to keep doing this. Yeah, I'm stuck in this cycle of sadness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a fucking movie, guys. This is um so uh this movie would not do well at the box office as we we talked about its um marketing oh my god i can't believe it i was so excited to talk about it and then i skipped right over it as i was going to talk about the the legacy yeah, the of this credits. movie the, the credit. oh, right. yep. credits on this movie guys once again buckle up so this there's is, no easy way. This is an ad. This is a YouTube ad. She says she is. I'm sorry. And this is how the movie the credits what? are really weird. <laughs> oh. Oh. I just want to make out on a bearskin rug. 
Boys, come and join me by the fireplace. <laughs> is that the wait? That might be the clarinet. Are you sure? That's I think you're sax? right. I think you're right. I've maybe been attributing it to saxophone because I don't know instruments. It's, I just it's know very, it's sexy. It's, yeah, it's very Kenny G. Yes. This is uh, I never even told you by Tia Carrera, uh, who I remember Tia mostly. Carrera. I remember primarily as the love interest in the two Wayne's World movies. Yeah. Oh my god. She's like the femme fatale in True Lies. Yes, correct. God, I, the song's not very good, but oh, that oh, intro, no. Brian! It is. It's perfectly acceptable '90s tie-in song. Absolutely. You, I mean, absolutely. I was, Which, like, no matter the movie, was always like rom- like a love ballad for some reason. And I love it. It makes sense here, but like, every Batman movie should have a fucking song like this. Every single one. Yeah, a love ballad. Every Batman movie. Every one. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna start naming them. We're gonna start awarding them to the ones that don't have them. Yes, this. yes. We we will be choosing uh what a, a band that would be composing the. <laughs> or should we just choose the song? Yeah, the maybe that's song. the move. We that's just... the move. <laughs> Play the love ballads kind of go away. Is the problem? Yeah. Did you two do one? Am I making that up? I feel like I remember you two did one. I. Th- that sounds correct. I'm typing in YouTube Batman. Uh, they did. Uh, it was for uh, Batman Forever. They did Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me. That's right. The problem is, it is, it is greatly overshadowed by the best Batman tie in song, Kiss from a Rose. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, come on, man. This saxophone. This is a good Can I just, or I'm still calling it saxophone. I don't give a shit if it's clarinet. It's nominated on its own. Just isolate this. It is a jarring song to play at the end of this movie. That is true. <laughs> like, I, like a little kid watching this movie is like, what the, what? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we just talk about Batman can't listen to music like this? This is forbidden for Batman. <laughs> this, Tia, Tia Carrera is trying to break in and like get her hit. Like her agent's like, I got you a gig. Yeah. <laughs> I got you a gig. It's a Batman it's, movie. Yeah. Oh, but, oh but. Batman movie. That's huge. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Batman movie. Um. So the movie would not perform well, as we uh, discussed. Uh, that said, there would be many more. Uh, Batman animated films uh, that would go direct to video, which Phantasm, I should say, was eventually profitable. It it was reasonably successful mm-hmm. on video. Um, but it'd be followed up with Batman Sub-Zero, which is not as good as this one, but not half bad. Uh, Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. Um, and then if you count uh, Batman Beyond, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, which is also very good. Um, you showed me that one when we were in yeah, it's uh, a good, college. It's a good little Batman story. It's good. Um, and uh, and then obviously the, uh, the animated series itself would have great success being spun off into Superman, the animated series, Justice League, Batman Beyond. Kevin Conroy would be in it would appear in all of these and then even outside of the quote-unquote animated universe um kevin conroy would play batman uh, continuously in many 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 different iterations of the character um i think i if you total up minutes must have played batman the most right <laughs> like yeah that, has, that has, has to be true yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um man good movie i i think i even i 
came into this like, holy crap, this was really good. I think I even appreciate it more now, having just talked about it for a while. <laughs> yeah. It, yes. Like theme wise, it's so solid. And just, I mean, it's, yeah. it's good. It's shocking that they thought this was going to be the big Christmas holiday movie for kids. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> <wild>. <laughs> um, any, uh, any other thoughts on the movie? on batman on batman the animated series god i wish we could do return of the joker wasn't theatrically released so it can't be we can someday but it can't be part of this uh, patreon yeah yes. that's it okay gotcha i understand <laughs> it's yeah, theatrically think, yeah theatrically released ones where batman is the headliner it's it's all gotcha. so we did a while back we did all the superman movies okay. uh and then this will all culminate into batman versus superman which nice i nice. said i was not don't say nice <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah wait what am i saying i'm just talking that's <laughs> no the pod it'll be nice bad, it'll be bad. good podcasting it, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, not yeah. a good movie I saw that movie. I don't remember a fucking frame of it. A fucking frame. It's so forgettable. It's just. We're going to have fun on that one. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. fun. Not watching it. Talking about it later. Um, Brian, are we watching the extended ultimate cut? I think we have to. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Here's why we have to. Here's why we have to. Because idiots claim that that version is like this is the good one this is yeah, yeah. They, they they did that whole director's cut bullshit of like uh. they made him put the one in theaters it's not very good but this one's really good and we have to watch it so we can be like no it's not it's not <laughs> it's just more Ugh. it's uh. just longer yeah. <laughs> um oh god we'll have we'll get um We'll get all into it. Uh, the Phantasm doesn't, it's kind of interesting, doesn't uh, ever make her way into larger DC canon. Only very recently appeared in the comics for the first time. Uh, really? Aside from a like official sequel comic, I think, uh, that uh, came in the mid-2000s, I think. Maybe 2010s. Um, but only, only yeah. how much how much the cartoon influenced the comic, the animated series. Very much so. Harley Quinn, of course, and the from, movies. And yes, the, I mean that the Batman and Robin. We'll get to it when we get there. But that Mister Freeze, <laughs> what they were trying to do with like the pathos and stuff, right, is right, it, a very lot, influenced, very much by the animated series. series. Um, the uh, the Phantasm would appear again. Uh, very briefly in an episode of Justice League Unlimited, I believe the sure. finale of Justice League Unlimited uh, revealed to maybe play a role in uh, the character of Terry McGinnis's uh, uh, becoming Batman. Yeah, uh, interesting. In an interesting way. Uh, yeah. But that's it. The Andrea Beaumont does not appear much after that. Very interesting. Um, once again, it's funny. Warner Brothers kind of like, can we get the Joker in there? Um, Joker would be really great on because we're not going to do any marketing in this. So actually, you can just put the Joker <laughs> in there. Um, it's I'd be interested in more Batman movies just making up a villain. It, it they always like I'm kind of yeah. kind of there's yeah. very few in the stable that I like. Well, we haven't seen this guy yet. Right. It's just because by the time they cycle through all of them in a of <clears throat> a, a series or whatever, then they reboot it. Right. 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 Um, well, 
Yeah. I would be very... Time to do the Joker again. <laughs> exactly. With all the stuff away. they cycle through and they recycle and they like kind of do again, it's interesting to not see this one go through the ringer and like kind of get redone, for lack of a better word. It's... Mm. I. It's also amazing. I think the script is so good, and it's such a good bat. It's the best Batman story I think of the four movies we've watched so far. As in, um, I don't even necessarily mean screenplay. I mean story of something happens to Batman. He has an adventure. He's different at the end of the movie. You know what I mean? Um, right. But well, and it, this is this is unlike the Keaton movies. Batman's not a mystery in this one, right? Right. He's not. Right. Mm-hmm. This one is like we're with Batman, right? We're it's his it emotional his eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. But um, I think it's interesting. Uh, none of these, uh, none of the writers, the four credited writers on this movie, ever wrote a live action Batman movie. Yeah, that would seem like definitely bring these people in, huh? Like it's yeah. real good. It's real good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just the, the feat of giving Batman a you know uh romantic interest that is interesting and cool not actually disposable with him right right and having restraint with how much you use and how you use the joker is a feat i think that many other writers have um absolutely uh, failed absolutely uh Um, including but not limited to Zack Snyder's weird future flash forward where Jared Leto's here and it's like post-apocalyptic Joker and I'm here for reasons. I just love that. Yeah, the post-credits teaser for a movie that's never going to fucking happen. What the fuck? The fuck? Um, Guys, this has been the Talon Mix. Thank you so much for listening. Jeffrey, Rob, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, is there a place people can find you on the internet on the internet mm, not so much on the internet uh, but they can find me in running games of D&D <laughs> so go. find me there in there real you life go. find oh, Jeffrey in real life <laughs> That would, that's going to be scary if someone comes up to you. That's I, true. I, yeah, yeah, actually, you know. Start, start practicing jujitsu. <laughs> I will. I will. Keep that part out, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep it. <laughs> Do not actually, yeah, don't interrupt my jujitsu. I will be very angry. Especially if you're a pretty girl. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely you're not. not. You're not my girlfriend. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu is my girlfriend. That's right. <laughs> That's gonna be the episode title. I think. Jiu-Jitsu is my girlfriend. Yeah. Thank you again for listening, everybody. There's a link in the description that uh, has a link to all of our social stuff, including our Patreon, if you're inclined. Thank you so much. We uh, It's been weeks now where I'm like, we'll get some bonus stuff up soon. And guys, we'll get some bonus stuff up soon. Um, Zach, do you have a question for Batman? I was going to say, uh, does our guests want? I think I think if we have a guest, they should be able to ask Batman a question. You are correct. That's how often do you get a chance to ask Batman? A question? You're correct, Jeffrey. I will warn you: the answer to the question will be a sound clip of Batman saying, "I'm Batman." So, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Any question? I get to ask him any, any question. question. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay. Um. Sorry, we should actually tell them they're gonna have to ask a question. That's a good. That's a good. No, I, I actually kind of like putting them on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my question for Ren is: uh, How secret is your vow? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>